Welcome, friends, to a brand new episode of Exploring the Seasons of Life podcast. I'm your host, Cindy McMillan, and I'm happy to be back after a refreshing summer break and super excited to introduce a new podcast series, Holistic Living, Embracing Wholeness in Everyday Life. Holistic living is not some fancy buzzword. It's like coming home to yourself, body, mind, heart, and soul. Imagine showing up for yourself in every way possible, like you're your own best friend, therapist, chef, and personal cheerleader. It's about nurturing all those parts of you that make you, well, you. Now, wholeness, that's where the magic sparkles. It's embracing your stories, your scars, your stumbles, and your soaring moments, and realizing they're all essential brushstrokes that create your masterpiece. You're not a puzzle with pieces missing, you're a tapestry woven from the threads of your experiences. And holistic living isn't about adding more to your plate. It's about savoring every bite, every breath, every precious moment. It's about balance and mindfulness, whatever that looks like for you. So join me as I welcome my guest, Stephanie Weber. Stephanie is a certified sound healer, mindful meditation facilitator, yoga instructor, and holistic coach. She leads deeply restorative sound baths designed to empower her clients to rediscover their inner light and heal from the inside out. Stephanie has a deep passion for helping others find balance and joy in their lives. She believes that sound healing can be a powerful tool for self-discovery and transformation, and she is committed to helping her clients explore their inner depths and uncover their true potential. Welcome, Stephanie. We're so fortunate to have you on Exploring the Seasons of Life podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here today. Yeah, and I was just mentioning before I hit the record button that I've been really looking forward to this and learning all about sound healing, but you also have a podcast and called the Blissful Soul Podcast. How long have you had that? I've had the Blissful Soul for a little over a year now, um, but I love it. I'm absolutely really leaning into podcasting. It's so much fun, as you know. And yeah, it's been a, a really fun journey. And I've learned so much over the past year with it. That's exactly how I feel, Stephanie. You know, with all my guests, I learned something new. So it's having a podcast is wonderful. I'll just say that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> Stephanie, I start off the podcast with this question, and I hear from so many people that not only is it one of my favorite, that other people who listen to the podcast love this as well, but what does exploring the seasons of life mean to you personally or in your business? Yeah, I love this question. I think it's so fun to hear all the different answers and ways that people view this, but for me... Exploring the seasons of life really signifies kind of the cyclical nature of our existence, right? Just as the earth experiences the changing of the seasons every three months or so, our lives and our businesses also go through different phases. So each season in our life really brings its unique energy. It brings new lessons. It brings new opportunities for growth, new new changes. And sometimes we go through really expansive seasons of growth and abundance and change and exciting things. And sometimes we also go through 
seasons of contraction and learning lessons and introspection. And I think that that's okay, right? It's it's natural. It's part of what what we're supposed to do. And I know, you know, personally in nature, I'm not a huge fan of winter, but uh, winter serves its purpose. You yes. know, we may not always love every season that we go through. There, you know, slow periods in our business are not always fun. Hard lessons are not always fun, but they serve a purpose. And I think that nothing in life is ever a coincidence. I think that sometimes our most difficult seasons can be our biggest teachers. And I know that looking back at my own life, honestly, some of the most difficult times in my own life have been my biggest periods of learning. It's been the catalyst for my growth and expansion. So I think embracing the seasons of life is just about learning to adapt to all the transitions and finding harmony and balance between all of the moving pieces. Stephanie, I, I love that. And yes, you're right. It's all those beginnings, endings, and messy bits in between, so to speak, are just like following the, the, the cycles of nature. So you see why I love this question, because each little nuance that someone brings just like opens up my eyes to, to something new. Thank yep. you. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. So I would love to hear your journey, what drew you to the world of sound healing and meditation? I mean, was there a particular moment or experience that sparked your interest? Yeah. So honestly, my journey has been, it's been quite interesting. Um, if I take it way back, um, you know, people always ask me if I've always been interested in wellness and meditation and holistic nutrition and, you know, all the things. And the answer is, Absolutely not. <laughs> My family was never into wellness or yoga or holistic living while I was growing up. And I didn't grow up knowing how to meditate or do yoga or do anything. It was just, it was something we didn't do. Um, there was actually a lot of chaos in my life growing up. I was bullied really badly as a child. Um, my parents went through a really, really horrific divorce that had a pretty lasting effect on me. I developed a lot of anxiety disorders as a child that until very recently, like in the last couple of years, I learned how to deal with. And that anxiety was really challenging for me. It had a really big effect on my ability to form relationships. It had a big effect on my ability to focus. My mind was never a fun place to be, right? Mm -hmm. And I felt really lost in my early 20s. I was just not in the best place mentally. I ended up going to college for marketing because I was always told that getting a, a business degree will give you job security, in quotes. Um, and I graduated from business school and went straight into the nine to five corporate world and kind of did the whole corporate ladder thing, honestly, because I thought that was what was expected of me. That was kind of the path that we're given, right? You go to college, you get a degree, you get a nine to five, you climb the ladder, you settle down, you get your white picket fence, and then you retire and die. <laughs> That's kind of what people give us. And, mm -hmm. you know, I realized really quickly that the corporate world was not for me. It was, in fact, usually what I used to describe it is it was soul-sucking. It was miserable. 
Um, I would stay in bed most days until the absolute last minute (laughs) with the comforter wrapped around me, just dreading my day ahead. I would cry every single day on the way to work. I worked in this really dark office with heavy fluorescent lighting and I wouldn't see the sun most days. I would go into the office before the sun came up and I would come home after the sun had gone down. It was just a really toxic culture. It was just not... It was not a good situation for me. And it took a toll on me mentally. I started feeling really tired and uninspired and just like not excited about anything in my life. I was experiencing stress and burnout and anxiety and depression. I gained a substantial amount of weight. People started making jokes about how often I was getting sick because I was just getting sick constantly. And I tried to really escape my unhappiness by filling that void within myself with a lot of destructive habits, you know, food, partying, shopping, traveling, you name it. You know, I would buy a venti frappuccino on my way to work every single day. I would come home and drink an entire bottle of wine by myself while zoning out to Netflix, just trying to find some sort of sliver of happiness, um, There was a point where I almost took my own life and, you know, no matter what I did, I just always felt like I was surviving, just going through the motions to get by. And one day I had a friend recommend that I try a yoga class. She had told me that it would help me lose weight, which really makes me cringe now thinking back on it. (laughs) That was what got me into the studio. And right off the bat, I was just hooked. It was like immediately I knew that this is where I was supposed to be. I started going all the time. I would literally run to the studio after work. Sometimes I would go twice a day on my lunch break and then after work. And, you know, it was just one of those times right? The first time I really felt genuinely happy. I could get out of my head and into my body. My anxiety and my worries and my depression just disappeared. I was just happy. And as fate would have it, I ended up getting fired from my corporate job. And I don't believe in coincidences. I really believe that the universe is always guiding us on the right path, even when it doesn't feel like it. And so I started applying to corporate jobs right away after I got fired. And then I took a pause and I stepped back and I asked myself, what is it that I want, right? I could continue down this path doing the same thing year after year after year, or I could change it and I could start following my heart and doing the things that really lit me up. So within a week, I decided to enroll in yoga teacher training And I took a job as a waitress so that I could work nights and do teacher training during the day. And then within about four months, I got certified. I started teaching classes. Shortly after that, I got promoted to the yoga studio manager. So I was able to do that full time. And that was really where I started to lean into my meditation and mindfulness practice. It was where I was really interested in learning about why yoga was so powerful for me and it wasn't just the movement in the workout. It was about the mental help, the the mental piece that really resonated with me. And so obviously during the pandemic, I lost my job right after that because there was no yoga during the pandemic. But 
when we were in lockdown, I decided to go back to school. I decided to really choose to view that time as a gift. And I got certified to be a holistic health coach from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I got certified to be a meditation teacher. And then I got my mindfulness certification. Um, And then also during the pandemic, I saw an advertisement for a free sound bath. And I decided to give it a try. I had never done a sound bath before. You know, I was very into meditation at that time, but had never tried it. And during that sound bath, it just completely changed my life. It was just like that first yoga class. It like everything, time just stopped. It was like, this This is what I have to do. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> what is this amazing thing that I just attended? And the next day I went onto Amazon and I bought a set of bowls and I started playing them mostly for myself. And then I started playing on Instagram. I started playing on Facebook and TikTok. And then I started reaching out to a local studio to see if they wanted me to do sound baths at their studio. And they hired me right away. And I got certified to become a sound healer. And really since then, that was kind of just the point where everything took off. And I'm now a full-time sound healer. I teach, I've taught for thousands of people across the world. I've taught at corporate sound baths at corporations, which is really fun. Um, I've done classes for companies like Salesforce and Bank of America and TikTok, McDonald's Corporation, you know, JLL, so many more. And I love doing that because it's fun to go back into the corporate places where I once was to help the people who were once like me, the stressed out people, and to really give back to them. So it's been a really incredible journey. And I really just love being able to share this gift, this gift of healing with the world. You know, everything, everything that you were saying, you know, I was shaking my head because it so resonates with me that sometimes when we least expect it, like you getting fired from your job, led you to the next, the next step, the next step, the next step. And now you're making a living doing the thing that you love to do. Yeah. One thing I'm really curious about, you mentioned going into these corporate offices, because I think that's really cool, because so many corporate offices now are, I'm going to say, expanding their horizons, so to speak, to yeah. to more holistic um, things for their employees. You know, sure. I can remember a long time ago, you know, corporate um places that I worked, they would bring in um, weight loss and, you know, yeah. things like that. But now they're bringing in the yoga, the, the sound healing, different things. And I just, I just love that they're doing that. How did you get your first, I'm going to say your first step into the corporate world doing that? Yeah, great question. Um, it mostly was me reaching out to the corporations. It's been a lot of outreach and me just sending emails to HR being like, this is something that I offer. I would love to share this with your employees. Would you be interested in having me come in and you know, share this healing modality with your employees? It helps with stress relief. It helps them to concentrate more. It's a really beautiful, different way to incorporate meditation into their day. And most corporations are just so excited about that opportunity. 
Yeah, that, that's that's great, Stephanie. I, I love it that you're getting into the um, co- the corporate world in a different way, so to speak. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so for our listeners who may not be familiar, could you explain what sound healing is and how it works to promote healing and well-being? Yeah, absolutely. So sound healing basically is a powerful tool to help us get deeper into our meditations. So it's not an actual bath. There's no water involved. You don't have to wear a swimsuit. (laughs) It's one of the questions I always get. Um, It's an experience where you are being bathed in the vibrations of the crystal singing bowls. So sometimes, I know personally from experience, when we just sit to meditate in silence, our minds can be very loud right? Very busy, constantly going. And it's hard to really drop into that deeply meditative state. So when I play my bowls during the meditation, they create frequencies and vibrations that actually entrain with our brain waves. And they help to guide us into two different brainwave states, the theta and the delta brainwave states, which is where we are typically during REM sleep when we're dreaming. And it's also where we have access to our deep subconscious mind. So where we can start to do the work to make lasting positive changes in our lives. And there's several ways that sound baths really help to promote healing. One of the main ones is stress reduction. The vibrations really help us to reduce stress and anxiety by allowing your body and your mind to really relax and kind of let go of the worries of the day and just really be present in the moment. Um, There's also a big energetic aspect to the bowls. So each of my bowls specifically are tuned to the chakras and there's also bowls that are tuned to the endocrine system. There's lots of different tunings with the bowls. Um, but the sounds are tuned in a way that target your specific chakras or the specific pieces of the endocrine system, um, which are your energy centers in your body. And they help to align your chakras and cleanse and clear and move the energy to really bring alignment between your mind, body, and spirit. Um, there's also different tuning systems with the crystal bowls, such as 432 hertz, which is what my bowls are tuned to. There's also 528 hertz or uh, 440 hertz. And the 432 hertz is tuning based on natural ratios. It has a really grounding and centering effect. And it's connected to helping you be more calm and relaxed. And it's really good for sleep. Whereas 528 hertz has been shown to be associated more with DNA repair. It's more aligned with the frequency of love and healing, kind of a higher vibrational frequency. You can also get bowls that are infused with different elements and gemstones to bring in energies into the vibration. So it's a really full body healing experience. I went to a sound bath about oh, several weeks ago, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And now help me out here because I know the bowls, each size is a different frequency, right? Yes. And after the sound bath, I I asked the practitioner who was facilitating it, because when it got to the big bowls, I could feel it in my sacral. 
And she, and I was just asking her, you know, what that meant and, and everything. And it was, I found it fascinating, Stephanie. <laughs> yes, it is so fascinating. I could nerd out on this stuff all day. It is so wild. And the training that I went through really goes into, you know, music theory. There's a lot of different elements that come with it. But you're absolutely right. So the bigger bowls usually have a deeper resonance and they usually are more aligned with your lower chakras. So with the root chakra, the sacral and the solar plexus. And when you're in person, you can really feel the vibrations in your whole body. It's very interesting. And some of the smaller bowls are more activating. So they're a little bit more connected with your crown chakra, your third eye chakra, your throat chakra, more for activating those chakras and kind of waking them up, waking up the energy. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I, and I really do feel like people need to experience it to, to really understand how the sound of the bowls, you know, how you can actually feel that yes. just throughout the whole body. Absolutely. Yeah. People are always shocked when they get to my sound best and they kind of come out of the, the experience. They're like, I felt it in my bones. It's, it's very deep. It's very mm-hmm. interesting. Well, how can sound healing complement other holistic um, practices? Now, you did touch a little bit on that with meditation, but when we think of the sound healing and, for example, meditation or yoga, that whole journey is around the self-growth and wellness, but how does it all work together? Yeah. Oh, I love this question. So I've personally partnered with a lot of different types of studios. I've done sound baths for yoga studios, Pilates studios, a dance studio. So it's very much integrated into the holistic practices. They all really complement each other really well. So the idea of holistic healing is that everything is related, right? We're not just treating a certain symptom, we're treating the body as a whole. And so um, it's important with yoga, you know, yoga is a physical practice, but it's also in- important to incorporate the mental part into it as well. But it's not just moving your body, but it's your mind as well, your mind and your body, your mind, body, and spirit. And so sound healing is a really powerful way to really kind of complete that circle. You know, another example is that if you're seeing a nutritionist to heal your gut issues, maybe you're experiencing a lot of stress, but your nutritionist is only helping you with the food that you eat. It's more than that, right? And so sound healing and meditation is a really powerful way to complete that holistic circle and help with stress relief to help you activate your parasympathetic nervous system. And the food that you eat is also important. It's all related. Our minds and our bodies are are one. So I think that sound healing is a really powerful way to combine those modalities and help create that holistic healing modality. Oh, those are perfect examples. So when a, let's say somebody is going to go to you for a sound bath session. Now we know it's not with water, as you just said, but walk us through <laughs> actually what happens in one of your sessions. Yeah, absolutely. So I've done a number of different events and sessions. It really depends, of course, on you know, who the client is, what their intentions are. So it will differ a little bit from class to class. But 
Typically, when you arrive for a session, I start by sharing a little bit about what I've shared with you today about what a sound bath is, what you can expect, um, and then I guide my clients to get comfortable. So if you're in person with me, I'll usually ask you to lay on a yoga mat with your head towards me. If it's a virtual event, I usually recommend that guests get comfortable in their space. They can lie down on their bed or on their couch. And then I also recommend putting on headphones to really enhance the experience. And then I start my sound baths with sound, of course, but also a guided meditation. So I'll play, but I'll also be speaking to my guests to really help them to drop in and get comfortable. I've been to sound baths before where there's no guided meditation element, and I find that it's not always conducive of a really relaxing environment, right? I think most people like to have some sort of guidance. Um, sometimes our minds can be a little all over the place and are like, what am I supposed to do with my hands? What am I supposed to do with my thoughts? Like my my thoughts are all over the place. I suck at meditation. I'm terrible at this, which that's not a thing, right? <laughs> I think it's really interesting that a lot of people think that if they have thoughts during a meditation that they're doing it wrong, which is absolutely not the case. It's totally normal to have thoughts during any kind of meditation. But that's where this, the speaking piece comes into it. And I really help people to utilize different mindfulness elements like mindful awareness, mindful listening, mindful body scan to center themselves and get present in the moment. And then after we've settled in, I like to usually set intentions. I use the power of the vibrations of the bowls to amplify our intentions, to help people get clear on what it is that they want to call into their lives during the sound bath, what they're ready to release as well, and what is no longer serving them. And then for the last portion of the sound bath, I usually leave it for pure sound. So just allowing my guests to be guided by the vibrations and to allow whatever comes into their experience to come in, any messages, any downloads that they experience, maybe even visualizations. People have a huge array of experiences, so really just being open to whatever comes through for you. I, I totally agree with you about the guided meditation piece, because the 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 few that I've been to, they um, did do the guided meditation piece. But if you're brand new to it, which only two or three that I've been to, you need something, somebody to help you yes. with what you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if you're brand new and you're just like, what do I think about? What do I do? Like, where do I put my hands? You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, are there any like just simple sound-based techniques that you could give to our listeners that they could try at home? Yeah, absolutely. So sound there, you know, in person is definitely a great experience because like you said, you get to feel the vibrations. But, you know, I shared earlier that my first experience with a sound bath was a virtual experience. So virtual sound baths are just as powerful. They're different, but they're just as powerful. So I recommend if you'd like to get into sound healing and like to start practicing, go on to YouTube. I have several short guided sound bath meditations on my YouTube channel. I also just opened a brand new uh, membership, which is a sound healing and meditation membership, which is a collection of all of my live events that I've hosted over the years virtually. Um, but 
try to find a practitioner that really speaks to you and that you enjoy. There's tons of free resources out there if you'd like to give it a try. And just sit down for five minutes and see how the vibrations affect you if you resonate with the instructor and give it a try. Yeah, I think that's the first that's the first piece. Just give it a try. And then is there any tips you have for finding a practitioner that you that you really like to work with? Or is it just going to a few and just seeing what resonates? Yeah, I think a lot of it is trial and error, just trying different practitioners. Um, you know, unfortunately, in this day and age, anybody can call themselves a sound healer. It's not hard to go online and purchase a set of bowls and, you know, call yourself a sound healer. So I would recommend looking for a practitioner who does have the training, does have the background and experience. Um, And, you know, I think personally my approach is mindfulness, right? I have a big background in mindful meditation and mindfulness. So my approach is very much this grounding and centering aspect. I really want to bring people back to themselves. I want to help people ground into their bodies. I think that most of the day we're so focused on the outside and helping other people and being with our families and responsibilities that we don't come home to ourselves. So personally, I love mindfulness, but you might not prefer that. Maybe you'd like to try someone who's more focused with Reiki or visualization. So it's really finding a practitioner that resonates with you. And when you take their classes, you really feel good. You really feel like you can feel the release. That's perfect advice. Well, speaking of advice, what is one piece of wisdom that you would like to share with our listeners today, especially those that are considering exploring, you know, sound healing? Um, Well, first of all, that is Absolutely amazing. And I'm so excited that you are interested in giving it a try. Um, My first big piece of wisdom to someone who is interested in exploring sound healing or starting on this journey is to really approach it with an open mind. I think that sometimes we can really get bogged down in our mind by what we think an experience is going to be like. And so just being open to experiencing whatever comes through for you and just being open to anything that arises to arise. Um, I think also being focused on consistency, just attending one sound bath probably isn't going to do too much in the long run. Um, Being consistent, being able to come back to your practice, whether it's going into a practitioner or just watching the same video on YouTube multiple times, being able to show up for yourself and commit to your practice is really important. That, to me, that's the biggest piece, Stephanie, in, in all this, right, is showing up for yourself. Yes, absolutely. You know, whether it's showing up to your yoga class every week, showing up to, um, you know, the sound healing, whatever modality that you're working with is being consistent and showing up. Mm, yes. That is perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> I have loved our conversation so much. Yeah, you, you've me just too. Pro- you have provided so much information, and I want to ask you about your website and social media. But before we get to that, 
I want to ask you, what would you thank your 18-year-old self for? Mm. Oh, this is such an interesting question. <sighs> Honestly, you know, when I think back to my 18-year-old self, she had experienced a lot of trauma in her life that she had not yet begun healing for or healing through. And she was a people pleaser. She wasn't making all the best decisions in the world. <laughs> um, but I will say that my 18-year-old self was very courageous. She was really determined and she was not afraid to take risks. So I would like to thank her for embracing challenges and being brave enough to go for what she wanted in life. I used to ask that question and people who listen to the podcast um, will remember this. I used to ask that question, what would you say to your 18-year-old self? Yeah. And then I just realized we have so much to thank our younger selves for because they got us to where we are now. Yes. And then that question has just, that's also like my second favorite question. <laughs> I love it. And it, it takes us back to the seasons of life, right? Like yeah. it, in our 18 year old selves, we're in a very different season. And whether or not it was the best season of our lives or not, it's always, it's part of our story and part of what makes us us. Yeah. So Stephanie, tell everyone your website, how they can work with you, your social media. Yeah. So if you're interested in connecting with me, I would love to connect with you on Instagram or on any social media site. Um, my handle is at Hey Stephanie Weber, H-E-Y-S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E Weber. And you can also find me on my website at www.heystephanieweber.com. And on my website, you can find all of my uh, events, my upcoming events, virtual and in person, if you're here in Chicago. You can find free resources and meditations that I have, um, sound baths. You can find links for my podcast if you're interested in listening and all of my offerings if you're interested in booking me for a private sound bath or any sort of private event. So it's all, all on my website. And I will have all that in the show notes. And again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. Thank you so, so much. This is wonderful. It was such an honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I am your host, Cindy McMillan, and my website is CynthiaMcMillan.com. Your support means the world to me, and I'm thrilled to have you as part of our podcast community. If you enjoyed what you heard, I'd be incredibly grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, whether you're a loyal Apple podcast listener, a Spotify enthusiast, or use any other platform, your reviews make a huge difference. Not only do your reviews motivate me to keep creating great content, but they also help others discover the show and become part of our community. So please share your thoughts and feedback. I can't wait to hear from you. And as always, stay tuned for more exciting episodes. Until next time, take care and keep spreading those positive vibes.